The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. These days, it's hard to find something you can trust. Your car? Yeah, right. Trust takes time. And that's why we're here. 24 hours a day. Seven days a week. We are your trusted source for gaming. Odds. And more. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. Welcome in, everybody, to the early line, hour number two, right here on Sports Grid, Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside with you on this Thursday morning. A lot of good stuff coming up here in this hour. We will preview Thursday night football, side total props and match specials for sure. Some more Major League Baseball breakdowns. The Dodgers looking to keep their season alive. We'll look at the updated series prices as well for the ALCS. Three NBA games in action tonight that we'll talk about, but I want to start with some of the action from last night that was relevant. And I think one of the biggest results last night, Donnie, had to be the 76ers game against the New Orleans Pelicans because of everything that is the Ben Simmons story surrounding this team right now. It's kind of the, um, hey, why don't you go out there and win it for, you know, Ed Ogeron or go out there and, and win it for Dan Campbell. Like, go out there and win it to prove Ben Simmons that we don't want him, don't like him, and he can stay home if he so chooses. And that's exactly what the Sixers did. 117 to 97, a dominant 20 point victory in their opener. The bench played some great minutes here, and Bede started the game hot. 22 points, only needed 26 minutes from JoJo here in this one. The Sixers get their season without Ben Simmons off to the right start. Yeah, they did get off to a right start. The only wrong start for me was Seth Curry. Two for three from three-pointers made. But what happens in a blowout game and you don't need to play in the fourth quarter, he doesn't get there. But outside of that, they were fantastic. And you want to take a look at Ben Simmons wasn't there. So obviously Ben Simmons sitting at home, probably rooting that the Pelicans would have win this game by 20 points. And that would just feed the fire and the fuel to get him out of town. But a nice, easy victory for the Sixers. But also the guy that benefits the most here now that Simmons is out of town is Tyrese Maxey. Take a look at his game performance last night, Kevin. 20 points, seven rebounds, five assists, a plus 23 to lead the basketball team and played 34 minutes also to lead the basketball team. That's a great sign here because the one guy in the trade last year for James Harden in Houston, which was close to going down, was Ben Simmons. And the key part, a young player named Tyrese Maxey being included. The Sixers did not want to include him. The deal blew up. And it looks like he's off to a good start at 8 of 14 from the field and 2 for 3 from three-point range. Mm-hmm. So that's probably two more threes than Ben Simmons would have made the entire season in opening night, but a good, easy victory for the Sixers. You know, covered their spread easily. Great also in the second half. 28-17 third quarter, 36-27 fourth quarter. Runaway victory for the Sixers. And I think maybe that is a more important part of it all, the defensive side of the basketball. For all of the Ben Simmons slander, he was a top three defensive player of the year candidate, still booked right now as a top three defensive player of the year candidate this season. He is very important to this team's defensive success. From what we saw last year, to come out and put New Orleans in check in their building, Zion or not, under 100 is impressive. Also, Jonas Valanciunas, goodness oh me, three of 19 from a seven-foot center, feels absolutely impossible. If you had over props, and I told you you got 19 shots on Jonas Valanciunas, you would have been absolutely any up in that spot there. I cannot believe three of 19. I'll tell you another spot you would have ended up last night if I told you about some volume. Jason Tatum, 30 attempts from the field, 15 from beyond the arc, double overtime, didn't matter. Jason Tatum with a clunker. And I'll tell you this, Jason Tatum is going to be a star in this league, but he still has far too many games like this. 7 of 30 from the field, 2 of 15 from beyond the arc, 
at Madison Square Garden as the Knicks beat the Celtics 138 to 134. We have the radio audience in full effect, and we appreciate all those listening to the early line on Sports Grid Radio. Kevin Walsh, Donnie Wrightside with you on this Thursday morning. Just talking about some of the key results from last night's NBA action here, Donnie. And for me, look, the Knicks get the win, they hold on. That's great. For the Boston Celtics to lose maybe the best game of Jalen Brown's career, a career-high 46 points in 46 minutes where he was a plus 16, feels almost impossible. The bench was putrid in this basketball game here. Not a great start for Boston. Game one with no Brad Stevens on the sidelines. Yeah, about them, how about them shooting 57 total three-pointers in this double overtime effort? Tied it up to get to overtime, but when you take a look at the Knicks and what they did well last night, Julius Randle, how about this? 35 points, 8 rebounds, and 9 assists at a plus 10. Also, Evan Fournier, 32 points and a plus 11. The interesting one here is Kemba Walker played 36 minutes in this game, only ended up shooting 8 times here, but was 3 of 4 from downtown, only contributed 10 points. So when you're looking up and down the list of what you were anticipating here, it's nice to get Fournier with a type of offensive performance that you've been waiting for, but a big-time win for the Garden. That place was rocking last night, double overtime. Two teams that can't stand each other. The Knicks came out ahead, and mm -hmm. also, depending on where you were shopping at, got the cover there. Right, absolutely, absolutely did. Uh, that was a spot, though, where the Tatum prop didn't help me out. There were a lot of other good props, though, from the board last night. And one I want to talk about here, we always, you know, kind of we do our target player props here. LaMelo Ball is someone that you absolutely need to be tracking as he checks into year number two. Last night, points plus rebounds plus assists was a 33 and a half. He scored 31, chipped in nine rebounds and seven assists. Over each portion of that, an overall of 47 for points plus rebounds plus assists. And this is the LaMelo show. Make no mistake about it. This is his team. And especially with Devonta Graham now out of town and Terry Rozier currently banged up, didn't play this game. As long as that remains the case, LaMelo is going to be a player that you're going to want to look to back in the props market. And I'll make also one more note. Evan Mobley debut last night for Cleveland, even though in a losing effort, 15 and a half points plus rebounds. He scored 17 points, tipped in nine boards. A great debut for the young Cavs rookie. We'll talk about tonight's NBA slate right after this break. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh. <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back right here on Sports Grid. Let's talk a little NBA. Three games in action tonight. A couple of teams, four in fact, making their season debut. We'll start it off with two teams that have yet to play any basketball, which is Atlanta and Dallas. Very simple, you know, narratives here of Trey Young 
versus Luka Doncic. Luka, the favorite to win the NBA MVP. Trey Young off of a trip to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. At home, the Hawks are two-and-a-half-point favorites. The total right now is 224-and-a-half. Player props, of course, are going to be, you know, what people are looking at here, and they're going to be looking at the Don. They're going to be looking at Trey Young, those points, rebounds, and assists. Luka, 46-and-a-half. Trey Young, 38-and-a-half. What do you think, Donnie, about these uh, these two young guards here going head-to-head? I love it. And also, credit the NBA, right? We have a Thursday night, so it's a light slate. They give you three games. They give you three really good games here. Dallas Mavericks, Atlanta Hawks, Milwaukee Bucks, Miami Heat, Clippers and Warriors on the late night. So fantastic stuff. And also, from a prop betting perspective, forget about the game itself, where you have a minus two and a half years of favorite to the Atlanta Hawks. So we're probably going to get a really competitive game. But you got superstars out here. Luka Doncic going up against Trey Young, Bogdanovich, mm-hmm. you know, draining threes from deep. I like this game the way it sets up here overall. So if I'm looking for a certain side in this one, probably, again, leaning more towards the home team than not. But you're talking about three-point player props that we love, at least particularly I love. I lost my mm. prop last night. But you're trying to tell me Trey Young's not going to be firing tonight. Bogdanovich, healthy, not going to be firing tonight. Herter getting that big deal for Atlanta. He's not going to be firing. This is one of those games tonight where I think I might be able to settle in and put a three-point player prop here on the FanDuel Sportsbook together here. But I also think the Atlanta Hawks win this basketball game and come on 225 224 and a half in that range probably looking more towards the over but an exciting game from a prop perspective as well because you know who's on the other side as well Luka Doncic he'll be ready to ball tonight for sure Luka points plus rebounds plus assists I remember during the series against the Clippers was just every night you click over you click over you click over and you were able to make some money there The Hawks are a team that Donnie and I know very well as it pertains to the props market, specifically the three-point shots market, along with those Milwaukee Bucks who are in action tonight. The comeback to Chris Middleton is in the works. I I have uh, have no doubts about that. The one thing I will say about Dallas, and it was true of two years in a row, they were, for some reason, just better on the road than at home, or at least just as good. But I don't know what this Jason Kidd head coaching debut in Dallas is going to look like. He obviously has experience as a head coach in this league before, but I'm just not going to back Jason Kidd. I'm not. For those that missed yesterday, and you can still go out there and get this number, I'm betting the Dallas Mavericks at plus 230 to make the play-in, finish between 7 and 10 in the Western Conference. Look, I don't think this is a group that's necessarily going to bottom out but I don't know if they're one of the upper echelon teams either in the conference. Carlisle to kid is a big time drop off. And I would rather fade this group than back this group, especially earlier in the season in this spot here on the road against the Hawks. I just mentioned the Milwaukee Bucks, Donnie, a one and zero start. Who isn't going to want to back this team after they absolutely shellacked the Brooklyn Nets on opening night? Two and a half point road favorites, though, in Miami. Another very comparable total of 224 as Kyle Lowry is making his debut in South Beach. Yeah, so is this going to be one of the teams that wants to set the tone opening night in their own building against the world champion Milwaukee Bucks? The Bucks look sensational on opening night, so obviously they have their ground running. But also, Kevin, sometimes it still brings it up. They're professional athletes. We get it. They played a preseason. But the Bucks already went through their dress rehearsal. Felt good, played good beat a good Brooklyn Nets team. Now you go on the road and you play an equally good, probably, Miami Heat team that we're expecting big things from here in the season coming up. Kyle Lowry, Duncan Robinson, Jimmy Butler, P.J. Tucker, Bam Adebayo, and a pretty deep bench here coming in. So you're looking at the line itself. You say, now wait a second here. World champion Bucks. They look sensational. They dusted off the Brooklyn Nets, who probably, you know, on a pedestal, better than the Heat overall, but the Heat still being a pretty good basketball club. It's hard to go against them, right? Like, as long as Giannis is healthy and they're showing up and, you know, the bench is even deeper than it was last year for the Bucks. how do you go against taking the Bucks in this game and look towards the Heat? Opening night, they'll be excited. They want to knock off the champs. The champs already played. But this isn't, Kevin, one of those February games where, oh, it's been a long season. we got to rest some guys coming up. you still got a lot of energy coming off of opening night. And even though it might be a square play to take the Bucks, it's going to be hard to not take them tonight. I do think there's certainly something, though, Donnie Wright getting fat and happy off of that win against Brooklyn. I mean, that is, like, they didn't just beat anybody. They beat 
the team that they intend, you know, intend to go head to head on each and every night. I think going to Miami is not going to be the easiest thing in the world. If this was a pick and price, we could maybe the fact that you're getting a couple of points here on Miami, I think it is very enticing to say the least. It wouldn't surprise me if they come out of the gates hot. We've talked it sometimes, Donnie, where maybe the opening of a game, right? A first quarter bet on the heat where they come out, look to establish pace a little bit, could make some sense. Two props I wanted to just quickly bring up. One, Duncan Robinson is just one of my favorite people to look at where his numbers are. Over three and a half made threes, minus 122. Over 12 and a half points, minus 114. So if he makes four threes, you're already at 12, which he's supposed to do. And it's just always interesting to me, like if he happens to get fouled on one of the shots or, oh, I don't know, makes a layup there. And also, Drew Holiday is on the market here tonight as well, Donnie. Day-to-day, left that game injured against the Nets. Very, very important whether or not Drew Holiday can make the starting gate because then all of a sudden, your Grayson Allens, your Pat Connaughton's, uh, and even, you know, the workloads for Middleton's and Giannis become a little bit more losing one uh, portion there of your big three. No, you're correct on that one. And also, you want to see how these guys are going to play and add up in the second game. I don't think they're any worse for wear for tear. And as I said, when you take a look at the Milwaukee Bucks, Kevin, a deeper team than they were even last year. They might be able to do yeah. some things because even in the past, when you take a look at the Milwaukee Bucks, they are the regular season bully, right? Their problems always began in the playoffs, not last year as they finally got over the hump. So we'll see if it pertains to it. But again, I'm still looking towards a lot of props this game. There are a lot of superstar players. And also now, who are going to get my looks in the three-point props tonight for the Milwaukee Bucks game? Come on, Chris Middleton, staring directly at you. Going back to Chrissy M, always oh, had man. to be in the cards. Now, another game here on tonight's slate, the final one, Golden State against the Clippers. Clippers make their season debut in Golden State, who started 1-0 against the Lakers. I got to say, on a three-and-a-half-point spread for Golden State, sure makes sense. I'm mystified by a total of 226. Absolutely confused by this. This number is quite comparable to the number that we saw against the Lakers the Lakers to me Donnie are going to likely be considered one of the best defensive teams in the NBA Golden State goes out there scores 121 off night from Steph Curry I don't think the Clippers would be booked in the same defensive mindset here for the Lakers now maybe I'm reading the way they they're approaching the Lakers wrong but this total feels just far too light at a mid-220s price yeah, the claw not being there either. Keep in mind, Kawhi Leonard not going to be in this game. Yep. You say, hey, he's a great offensive performance. He's one of the elite defensive players in the NBA not showing up tonight. And also, you take a look at the Golden State Warriors at home opening up their building here. Steph Curry, Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green, Kevin Looney expected to be the starters tonight. We'll see when Clay Thompson comes back. But if I wanted to take, which I did, Steph Curry to win the MVP, I need another performance tonight. Can we get another triple-double NAW out of the Golden State Warriors tonight? Stephen Curry, we'll find out. But this is a great game. As I said, all three games on the card tonight in the NBA, interesting in their own ways. Great way to cap off the night here with the Clippers and the Warriors in Oakland slash San Francisco. Also, Steph opening night, 5 of 21 from the field, 2 of 8 from beyond the arc. Steph Curry, as much as any player, where you go, oh, okay, that ain't happening again. Props tonight, the over five and a half is some plus money on his made three-point shots. His points prop is 33 and a half. Look, it's not coming cheap on Steph, and it's not going to come cheap clearly on Steph, but backing him off of an off-shooting night I think is always going to be an attractive option. As Donnie said here, three really, really good games tonight. Warriors, Clippers, Heat, Bucks. Hawks, Mavs, we'll see if the FanDuel Sportsbook checks in with any player props in this game or rather odds boost as well. We're taking a break. We'll come right back, talk a little Major League Baseball here. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. 
But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Postseason baseball continues to heat up, and last night the Red Sox saw their series lead go from up to one with a lead to even to down 3-2, needing multiple wins in Houston as Valdez of the Astros shut this group down in eight innings of work, only allowing three hits and one earned in Fenway, the Astros win the game 9-1. Donnie, Houston now really delivering what feels like some major knockout blows to this team. When you not only factor in the 9-1 result last night, but you also factor in the 8-0 run that they finished them off on from the final two innings of that game four game. You're looking at a spot where they've now beat this team basically 17-1 to over the last 11 innings of action. The Astros are now the favorites to win the World Series and the favorites certainly at minus 500 to advance to the World Series. Yeah, two big favorites on both sides of the equation now for the American League and also the National League. But just taking a point that the Astros season command of 3-2 now going home, probably going to slam the door on the Boston Red Sox. We thought this was going to happen, but 48 hours ago, we thought it might have been the opposite side closing the door here with the Boston Red Sox. My, how times have changed and how quickly things can change in Major League Baseball. And But keep in mind here, Kevin, in this series, once again, it's a higher scoring series, two smaller ballparks. And you're not getting a hammer that's going to come on the mound saying, oh, man, we really had our chance here. Boston has no chance going back to Houston because Justin Verlander and Garrett Cole are going to be on the mound. They no longer have those guys. Don't even have Lance McCullers at this time or Morton. So you do have a fighting chance. It's not all done from Boston. We've seen teams come back from 3-2 leads. We've seen the Boston Red Sox over the Yankees come back from a 3-0 lead about a decade and a half ago. So I'm not going to shut the door just yet on the Boston Red Sox. Will it take a massive effort to get them over the hump and into the World Series? Yes, it will. But just from a strategic standpoint, Boston's not going to Houston saying, we got no shot because this pitcher's lights out on the other end. 17-year-old trends on the Yankees blowing 3-0 leads. I see, yeah. I see what we're doing. Yeah. I see I see what we're doing here today. That wasn't that wasn't how you drew, how on, you drew that up. I'll be honest with you. Oh, that wasn't how you drew that up. Not one bit there. Look, at the end of the day, I, I think what's interesting, Donnie, when you look at, you know, kind of Boston here, they're 10-1 to 1 to win the World Series. They are plus 380 on the series price. The thing about Boston is if the Braves do cross the line here, or um, yeah. if the Braves cross the line, rather, because, or no, the Braves would be favored, right, over the Boston Red Sox. Like, I think you're looking at a spot where 10 to 1's a big price, but if they're going to be playing road baseball anyway when you get to the World Series, I think you might be better off taking that almost 4 to 1 price on the series price. No, it makes sense, and that's the way you try to take a look at these. If you think that Boston has a chance to win the next game, why not just take the longer shot here because you're right. It's not as if, let's just say Boston does get by Houston and you have a sweep from the Dodgers over Atlanta, which obviously isn't going to be the case, and you had a healthy pitching staff ready and they had a couple days to prepare, so they're going to call Max Scherzer, Walker Bueller, and you know if Clayton Kershaw is healthy. That's not the case here. You get to the finals, or you get to the World Series, excuse me. The Reds, Boston Red Sox has every chance in the world to beat Atlanta and a massive price in order to do it. That's the way I'm looking forward to it. Even when I take a look at on Twitter this morning, I said, yeah, man, 
This is a pretty big price here on both the Dodgers and also the Boston Red Sox if they were to advance. Maybe taking a small flyer on some of those little lottery tickets because all you need is a win or two. You get the game seven. You can hedge out and make some decent money in that capacity. Yeah, absolutely. Looking at tonight's game, though, here, Donnie, the Dodgers minus 138 against the Atlanta Braves. Looks like it's going to be free to getting the ball here for the Dodgers. Atlanta going for the knockout punch here with their postseason ace. I have no idea what the Dodgers intend to do tonight. Undecided. They maybe won't decide. The Dodgers are a mess, Donnie. Uh, and I don't know where this started or why it happened here. This was the Dodgers team that we were laughing at, I don't know, midway through April and May saying, you got to be kidding me. Look yeah. at this payroll that they have here. They have like a Cy Young Award winner, a Cy Young candidate every night on the mound, a dominant bullpen, and a lineup that you can't get out. And here we are in an elimination game, yeah. and we're throwing our second bullpen game of the series for the Dodgers. What happened out here? What happened to the limit, unlimited prospects and unlimited funds you have just to build a world-class contender here that was supposed to just sweep its way right into the World Series? As you see tonight, the better pitcher by far is on the brave side. You might even say the better lineup tonight is on the brave side. This is crazy to think about where the Dodgers were all season long fighting with the Giants to get to 110 wins so they could win the division only to wind up playing in the league championship series, Kevin, and throwing multiple bullpen games. What a time to be alive in 2021 with the Dodgers here. But take a look at the game overall tonight. If the Dodgers are a favorite, which it seems like they're a favorite every night because like the Kansas City Chiefs, it seems like in the NFL, nobody wants to bet against the Dodgers, even though they're taking losses and they don't even have the best pitcher in the game tonight. Let's look at the, the uh, rosters for both of these teams. The Dodgers, particularly because we know who the pitcher is going to be, at least for the first few innings. And that's going to be Max Fried. Mm -hmm. How about this kid? Over the last 30 days, Kevin, a 2.14 XFIP number. Striking at close to 25% of the batters he's faced. But take a look at the lefty and righty splits. Keep in mind, Freed is a lefty, Kevin. Towards lefties, 30 batters he's faced. A weighted on base percentage of .139. An ISO power number of .067. How about the righties? Weighted on base average at 204. And an ISO power number .086. It's got to be Atlanta tonight. But also keep in mind, if the Dodgers can get by and beat Max Freed, there's still no guarantee they're going to win the series, but this is the hurdle tonight. If you are the Braves, you are expecting to close out tonight. Man, it's so tough because it's still at Dodger Stadium. It's a ballpark that they have been very difficult to beat uh, when they play there. The Dodgers right now on the series price are, you know, rather they're 6-1 to one for the World Series, Donnie, but they're that plus 380 in terms of the series price here. They'd go back to considerable favorites to win the entire thing if they advance to the World Series. Uh, but I think 380 would be the play if you're looking to make that move. I think the interesting thing is, as you mentioned on the Dodgers, though, right? If they win this game, you're going to get Scherzer back there. You're going to be favorites in the other games. Like, you're looking at that plus 380 number, I think, on the series price. Because the other thing about the Dodgers, Donnie, right? is typically I would say, listen, they're going to be favored over Houston regardless of where the games are going to be. One, the Astros are not an easy team to work through. The Dodgers also seem completely spent. If they find a way to get through Atlanta, that'd be great. I don't know how much juice this team has left here. I think that's kind of part of the reason why we're looking at this. Like Max Scherzer doesn't last very long in game. Walker Bueller not lasting very long. Urias getting knocked out last night. Just getting used in different spots here. And that's the thing about Robinson. It just, it seems like some of the odd decisions that he's making is perhaps because he doesn't have enough faith in a lot of his arms to sustain the workload that they're needing to kind of roll through here. But it's almost like he's kind of chasing his tail. Maybe he was taking guys out a little bit too early during this postseason run. And you know, Scherzer's closing games. Like, I just don't even know if the Dodgers, even if they got to the World Series, Donnie, would have enough juice to try and cross the finish line. You're right. And when you take a look at the Dodgers throughout the season, it's like they had too many starting pitchers. We, we can't even use all this talent here. This is a, you know, when we go to a bullpen game, it would be, you know, starter, starter, starter. And here we are in the seventh inning. They haven't given up any runs yet. And you're saying, boy, look at the depth of this Dodgers staff. And when you need the guys the most, right? Clayton Kershaw broke down. Obviously, he's certainly not going to pitch in the postseason. But Max Scherzer, you can't fault the guy. He was so dominant down the stretch trying to get them or will them, I should say, into that championship for the division. 
wasn't the case here. So now you see Max Scherzer, and we're all human, and he's a little bit older pitcher saying after the last game, my arm's dead. My arm's dead. I'll give you whatever I have because he's a gamer, but this isn't Max Scherzer coming in and throwing 97 miles an hour and absolutely dominating a lineup, which we saw throughout August and September. So even if he does get back to the mound, you're so right. Like, oh, man, we got Max Scherzer on the mound. This is going to be absolutely mm-hmm. sensational because who goes seven or eight innings and we don't need a big bullpen? Not the case anymore. If you get four innings in the next game out of Max Scherzer, that feels like a lot, and that's not the way it was supposed to be. It's it's one of those things for a group that's as loaded as imaginable to kind of be in this state. It, it's really it's really surprising. The one thing I wanted to, you know, we I guess – and it, it makes sense, right? We're talking about, you know, the Dodgers, big 6-1, to one, the Red Sox, 10-1. to one. Don, is there value on the Astros right now at minus 105 to win the World Series, considering that they will absolutely be larger favorites than that against the Atlanta Braves, and all signs indicate that that is going to be your World Series matchup? It, from, from what you say, it sounds like it's a decent wager. But keep in mind, once again, like Lance McCullers doesn't look like he's coming back. So when I set up, because, I, I, again, I said the Dodgers would be in the World Series and the Astros would be in the World Series. So if you say, well, Donnie, one of your teams is going to be in the World Series and the Dodgers aren't. Shouldn't the Astros be the favorite? They will be the favorite. But just looking from a betting perspective, yeah. I do really like that Houston lineup, and I think it makes sense to bet them. But at the same time, you don't have that front-line dominant starting pitching that says, you know what, that's a steal of a price because their pitchers are going to be lined up for the World Series. They're so much better than Atlanta. You could almost say, Kevin, heading into the World Series, if the Braves do get there, and the Astros as well, the Astros have the better front-line pitching starting staff, and that's where I probably would lean. Sometimes you have to make some of these changes as we look at some of the handicaps that we have. Well, I told you the Astros would be there. I'm going to bet them, no doubt about it. That's not the case here. If those two teams lined up, I'm not all that confident that Atlanta can't be the better team in that series. So me personally, I would hold off a little bit on betting the Astros just yet. And that's where value versus expectations. Like, the Astros will be bigger than minus 105 to win the World Series with them having home court or home field advantage. But what does it matter? It means just wait a little bit longer than on Atlanta, right, if you feel the same way that Donnie does. And as much as we talk about, and rightfully so, a ridiculous stretch from this Houston offense, Atlanta's out there hitting Dodger pitching right now which is certainly impressive really good stuff there we're coming up with more thursday night football next sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thursday night football. Let's break it down here on the early line. And this is going to be a game. I won't lie and say it's going to be a good one. I couldn't promise that to anybody here. Not even, I think, if I knew the final result here. The Browns late two to the Denver Broncos. 40 and a half. Who's playing quarterback? Case Keenum and an injured Teddy Bridgewater. Goodness 
gracious. This is a nightmare game here, Donnie. I guess the question, though, really needs to start on the side. I mean, the Browns are home. The Browns are supposed to be really, really good. And even with all of their injuries, it turns out the Denver Broncos are as fraudulent as it comes. Really not all that competitive since they stopped playing three of the worst teams the NFL had to offer here. Is it possible the value was on the Case Keenum-led Cleveland Browns? I don't know where the value is actually going to lie in this game. Because as we said before, like you're going to get two teams that are really banged up coming in this game. Some weather issues that you certainly might have. But also when you take a look at a perspective, what are we getting out of the Browns offense? Which before the season started, Kevin, I was telling everybody, this might be the most talented group in the league. If you get a good performance out of Baker Mayfield in 2021, you have two of the probably the best running back combo, legitimate wide receivers, and a dominant offensive line. Where do I sign up? And it turns into tonight, everybody being hurt. So you say, okay, let's lean on the Cleveland Browns. This is more looks like the Cleveland Browns team that doesn't win any games as of a couple of years ago. Case Keenum at quarterback, Dearnest Johnson at running back, backed up by Demetric Felton. And then you go with Odell Beckham as your top wide receiver. Oh, yeah, he's not playing tonight. Jarvis Landry, right, he's a good wide receiver. He hasn't played in about a month coming off a knee injury, and we'll see how he performs tonight. Where are the points coming from in this game from a perspective of the Cleveland Browns where just a couple weeks ago it was like, boy, who's not going to score for the Cleveland Browns? Anybody you hand off to has a chance to go the distance. Anybody you throw the football to has a chance to break a big play. The offensive line is going to keep everybody off Baker Mayfield. No longer the case in this one. So just starting off with a handicap in this one, it's really hard to look towards Cleveland. Yes, they are home. They still are a decent football team. And also keep in mind, the Denver Broncos, a 3-0 start, look like kings of the NFL, now look like a disaster. But they're still coming to town at least with their starting quarterback and the semblance of a healthy team. So here's the thing about Cleveland is I want to tell you, well, Donnie, they'll lean on their defense to grind this out. For a while, I told you there is no group I know less about in the league than the Browns' defense. And boy, does that remain true. 33 to KC. Okay. Tyrod looked great against them in the first half that he was healthy. And then Justin Fields looked like he'd never played the quarterback position a day in his life against this group. A second-half shutout against the Vikings on the road. And then the Chargers put up 47. And the yeah. Cardinals put up 37 on the road. Yeah. And I'm looking at Denver, Donnie. And I see Baltimore puts up 23 on the road. And the Steelers yeah. actually found a way to move the football a bit. And Derek Carr's just dot, 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 and all over that Denver Broncos secondary. And I'm not doing this as an I'm an over guy gimmick. I promise you I'm not. Because I, I'm not trying to lose money here. Nobody's trying to lose money. I'm looking at the 40 and a half spot. I don't know if either defense here is very good. I get it. The offenses appear to be in shambles. But if I get 20-20, unless the game ends in a tie, you're going to be able to win a bet here. And I'm just not sure either one of these defenses are all that great. It's, it's a good point because you're, it's low. This is a scoring NFL league, right? You still have two competent starters. I mean, Case Keenum is not a rookie like Davis Mills coming into this game and a deer in the headlights. He's going to be able to perform, but the, does he have any playmakers to perform with? And also, yes, always have to worry about what we're getting out of the weather in Cleveland because last week where everybody's worried, hey, look at the wind coming in here. It's going to be blowing all around. Passing's not going to be able to happen in this league. Not so fast here. Not so fast. They were able to score points while well, at least one team being the Arizona Cardinals was able to score. But I just don't know. Where's the big plays coming from tonight? Is it more likely to come from Teddy Bridgewater hobbling around the pocket yeah. when you have a couple of elite pass rushers coming after him? You still have good wide receivers, Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick. I understand that. And again, if you're looking for points perspective, it's more likely to me that Denver scores than Cleveland. But at the same time, I'm just not getting those rosy vibes that I usually get on two good quarterbacks, two good offenses to move the football, and September slash early October weather, which is generally nice. Not going to be the case tonight in Cleveland. One of those games that we really might be looking towards on in-play sports tonight, betting a live in-game wager because you say, hey, the weather doesn't look too bad out here. The starting quarterbacks look okay, yeah. as opposed to betting blindly into the situation. Going like, geez, what did I actually expect to happen here? Remember, and maybe I'm, and listen, I'm not giving you the idea on and over yeah. because of a game that happened for last year's Broncos, 
But remember when that team played the Jets, Donnie, and Brett Rippon and Sam Darnold had a shootout for the ages, 37-28 yeah. final score? Like sometimes, like, sometimes bad teams meet and wild stuff happens. True. Pick sixes are live, and fumbles are all of a sudden setting up red zone opportunities and a broken play here and a broken play there. It's one of those things I, I don't love back on the side in this game. But sometimes totals get a little bit too low. Yeah. I learned that when I try to play under 39 and a half on Denver-Pittsburgh, and that number got over there. But it's just, it's a little bit too low. I get it. You think it's going to be low scoring. You know, 23 to 20 is low scoring. It also wins an over sure. bet here. Talk to me, Donnie. The props market, dealer's choice, wherever you'd like to go, where's the eye tonight? Yeah, if we're going to take a look at what makes the most sense is if you're talking Case Keenum at quarterback, right? You're talking some windy conditions. You're talking some rain. That probably leads me to believe you're going to be handing the football off to running backs, as we like to say. But if you're taking a look at no Kareem Hunt, no Nick Chubb in this game, somebody still has to get the ball. They're not just going to say, hey, Casey Keenum, we're going to throw 45 times in bad weather and some rainy conditions in your first start this year and with banged up wide receivers. So I got to look to a running back prop here for the Cleveland Browns. If you take a look at Dearness Johnson, over 59 and a half yards here at the FanDuel Sportsbook, I think makes some sense. Because again, if we're not looking for an extremely high scoring game, which when we're taking a look at 40 and a half, we're probably not going to get that. You are going to need to lean on a running game. Not surprising here that the lead back is going to be Johnson. That's the way I'll go. Also, take a look from the opposite angle here for the Denver Broncos tonight. Teddy Bridgewater is going to play, so I'm going to assume he's healthy enough to throw the football and be mobile enough in the pocket. But I'm going to look towards a wide receiver prop tonight. Tim Patrick, over 45 and a half yards, pay mm -hmm. that, play that second fiddle to Cortland Sutton. Usually you're looking for depressed numbers in these markets that can make sense and say, look, if I'm not going to get a lot of scoring, I'm not going to pick a guy that I think is going to be able to dominate this game. I want that secondary option with a lower price point. I think Patrick, if the weather isn't too bad, should be able to hit that number as well. So running back prop here for Cleveland for me, wide receiver prop for the Denver Broncos as well. I love where you're looking uh, on Johnson. It makes all the sense in the world there. This is still a team that is going to want – to run the football from the Denver pass attack. We have seen Cortland Sutton and O'Fan have some good games. We're trying to target the lower yeah. guys. Big plays come. The one number that I'm really interested by, Donnie, is this Teddy Bridgewater over-under on attempts, which is 31 and a half. Now, again, yeah. the weather can mess some things up, and we know this. So this is one of those spots where, you're, you look, you love being able to get numbers early, but you, you got to wait the weather out here a little bit. And here's why I bring it up. 36 in week one and 34 in week two. He had 25 against the Jets. That was, again, that was like the, it was just a JV game. I've never seen a team where like, they're shutting that team out, and then they did. It was just like patently obvious. They were like 13-point favorites. Nobody was scared yeah. to lay the number with Denver. They won 26-0. But then he was injured against Baltimore, 38 against Pittsburgh, Donnie, and 49 last week against Vegas. They are still underdogs in the game. Teddy is routinely getting over this number of 31 and a half. The, you know, Javante and Melvin Gordon backfield here is not the centerpiece of this offense. They prefer to let Teddy go. If the weather provides, I think over 31 and a half attempts does make some sense here tonight. It does make some sense, but is there any creeping of doubt into your mind here, Kevin, that says Teddy Bridgewater got beat up last weekend, so they're looking to protect him and maybe hand the football off more, and if it's a closer game, low scoring, maybe you don't need to lean on him. Is there any thoughts that he might get knocked out of this game and Drew Locke might come in because he's quite looks like he's going to start, but he is questionable for a reason this week. Absolutely, and, it, and it, it, to be honest with you, that's almost the why. Like, do you just bet every Teddy number under and sit there and yeah. I'm not saying root for injury, hope for a bad <laughs> night, but yeah. if a guy who comes in injured to a game does get banged up, like, again, I love sometimes you bet a prop, right? You lose it because of injury, and somebody goes, I told you, stop betting overs. It's like, all right, man, like you, you cat McCaffrey unders because you had him getting banged up against the Texans. But Teddy legitimately comes in tonight, Donnie, with that tag where it could make some sense to, to possibly see him get injured. I'll also toss a number out here on a quarterback. I know maybe it's a little bit of a wonkier price, but Case Keenum to throw a pick at minus 122. I mean, if they let the guy throw the ball enough times, yeah. it feels like he's going to find somebody on the Denver Broncos more likely than the Cleveland Browns. I would keep that in mind here. Don, what about our beloved match specials? This is heartbreaking to me. Are we going to not be able to bet match specials tonight? 
because everything is just such a mess. I mean, like the uh, what each team for one touchdown and one field goal is minus one seventy five. That usually is like <laughs> minus three hundred. I feel like here, like I don't. What are we doing with these two teams? I don't know. This is an interesting one because usually we're, you get excited when you see like the big prices and numbers. So then immediately, like, let's go down to the one, you know, under match specials one, which usually gives you the better pricing, not not better pricing because it's better odds, but just the lower ones that look to your eye that said, you know what, these could probably hit a little bit. Five or more total touchdowns and four total field goals in this game at plus 250. Again, it just seems like a little bit off to me when I'm going down to like Teddy Bridge would have one plus passing touchdown in each half plus 250, which is an unbelievable price. That's usually like plus 105 or plus 110. There's a reason why it's so high because it's like, boy, I wonder if we're even going to get touchdowns in this game. Now he's to throw one for each. So there are some things that as the day goes on, we'll be able to get involved in. But, you know, some of the ones I love, Kevin, right? Each team to score one rushing touchdown and one passing touchdown at plus yeah. 310. That's doable here, right? Because you're looking at two teams that want to run the football. They have some legitimate running backs that can do it. And also taking a look at not the pass-happy offenses, but it's the NFL. You're supposed to throw a touchdown a game at least. But I do see the fact that you might be able to get that one at a decent price of plus 310. So maybe that match specials one on the FanDuel Sportsbook maybe highlighted a little bit later today as we take a look at these. That is, it's almost like an odds boost. I think that's times two where we saw that against Tennessee and Buffalo, yeah. which manically didn't hit, which is outrageous. And I still can't believe that game. Like, thank yeah. goodness Donnie found an 18 to one bomb because we actually got left waiting on a lot of really good match specials on Monday night yeah. football. I'll add Dearness Johnson Man. for 100 rushing and a touchdown is six to one. Again, like that's like a pick'em price when Nick Chubb plays games, or if it would have been a Kareem Hunt backfield there. And I'll bring it up again: Teddy and Keenum, five hundred passing and four touchdown passes, is seven. It's seven to one. Seven to one. It's mm. it's not gonna win, but it might. Maybe Donnie, seven to one. Probably not. It's worth a look though. Match special I mean, two. It's not eighteen to one, but you know. Yeah, Donnie, where's the big bomb here? Aren't you supposed to be giving people eighteen to one? I, I, I feel like I have week? to. Like, yeah, like, hey, this guy picks a home run winner every single week. Why can't you pick one for ten weeks in a row? Why can't it only yeah. be seven weeks in a row? We're gonna have to find something that makes a lot of sense to have fun on. But I gotta tell you, those weekly special ones, the red zone, they might be the new ticket in town here on Sundays. Donnie's going to be looking at those red zone. I was oh, wor worried about bringing it up on air. I'm, like, I'm going to lose Donnie for the oh, next boy. hour. He's going to be looking yeah, at red zone day. specials the whole time. Maybe he'll talk more about those as Donnie closes out the early line next right here on SportsGrid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh. <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
Last segment of the day for the early line. Both myself on the right side and Kevin Wall setting the table from 7 to 9 a.m. to get you ready for the morning after right here on the Sports Grid Network from 9 to 12 p.m. with your host, Ben Stevens. Now, in these last couple of minutes, I always like to spend some time talking about some salient points across the landscape of gambling and also sports. Two points today that we're going to bring up. Yesterday, Chicago Bulls, Detroit Pistons. A lot of people betting on the Chicago Bulls over the Detroit Pistons. Depending where you shop that yesterday, FanDuel Sportsbook, right hovering around that four and a half, five and a half type range, right? So the game is over. Looks like most people lost their wagers on a meaningless basket by the Detroit Pistons at the end of the game. Didn't have any reason to go back and check it. Why? Didn't matter in the overall scoring. Chicago Bulls won the game. That's usually all that matters in the NBA. So go back a couple years ago. Oh, man, it looked like he didn't get the shot off there, but it doesn't matter. Refs run off the court. No big deal. But with legalized gambling coming across the United States here, it's fantastic stuff. Why? Because they reviewed it because it's the right thing to do. The shot did not count. A lot of money changed hands. Chicago Bulls backers rejoiced. Detroit Pistons backers very upset by that. But getting it right is what matters. And when we talk about integrity in the sports betting market, that is capital. And for them to go back and review that basket to make sure it was good or it wasn't good, that's fantastic stuff. But also, let's keep in mind, we talk about things moving quickly here in the sports environment and some things that we don't ask for but sometimes wind up with. Bob Huggins comes out yesterday and says major conferences should create their own college basketball postseason. Are you kidding me, Bob? It's the single greatest thing in sports. March Madness, 64 teams plus now get into that tournament. Mid-majors make runs. Cinderella's put on their slippers. Major conference teams win championships. The single fact that nobody is asking for this, and it's probably going to happen over the next five years, right? Because when the upper echelon teams want more money, you know what? They end up getting more money. Don't mess with success here. March Madness is sensational. Keep it where it needs to be. You know where you need to be? Right here on the Sports Grid Network for the morning after from 9 to 12 with Ben Stevens. Got you covered here. We're out of here on the early line until tomorrow. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.